0: 3, two, one. What the, what the- Tonight, folks. I mean, this is insane.
1: And now, the voices of Southern Honor Wrestling Brandon Benefield and Gerard Bonner.
0: What is going on, Southern Honor Faithful? It's your boys. (sighs) B-Double Brandon Benefield, GB Gerard Bonner, and uh, this is the SHW Podcast. This is our
1: wrestling. GB, what's up, buddy? Man, how are you? Can you believe July is, well, just about done? It's just about done. We're about to hop into August, and that, of course, means we're going to be back. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm super excited to finally be back uh, with the SHW Faithful and finally see you again, man. No kidding. We've
0: been doing yeah. this on, uh, across the interwebs here for the last few months, which is right. okay. It's kind of held us over for the most part, but I can't mm-hmm. wait to see you in person. And uh, speaking of seeing everybody on August 28th at the second mm-hmm. annual Rumble Jack, we have an update since we recorded last week about mm-hmm. ticket sales. So yeah. uh, let's, talk, let's tell everybody about that. Uh, originally, tickets were going to go on sale online on August 1st. However,
1: right. However. what's the deal? Well, what has happened is there's a few things at work. Of course, um, we're not sure of what the state of Georgia is going to do relative to all that's going on in the world. Things are still moving as normal. So uh, there's that. Then there's also, if you remember, the April show we were going to have and what was going to happen with SCI, uh, the ticket company that we were using uh, just hasn't worked out well for us. And we haven't been able to find another ticket company that can really handle things the way we would like. So. What we're gonna do is tickets will be exclusively available on the night of the event. They'll start to be available at 5.30 p.m. So what that means is you need to get to the action building early. If you're working, plan to take the day off because I'm certain the line is going to be long. So you wanna get there so you can get your ticket because obviously whatever tickets go, they go. So if you want first row, second row, get there early. And uh, 5.30 is when you'll be able to get your tickets. So save up your money, save up your coins, uh, do what you need to do. August the 28th, that's when the tickets are gonna go on sale at the Action Building. So plan to be there, it's gonna be nuts. And personally, I think that's gonna make that night even crazier.
0: Man, like you said, it was already stacking up to be a crazy night. And now the fact that tickets are on sale at the door, it's going to be insane. So like Gerard said, get there early, folks. It's going to be crazy. We cannot wait. Uh, We've heard of a number of entrance so far last mm-hmm. week we saw announced uh, int- uh being entered into the rumble jack sean dean the yes. captain then you got the people's captain mm-hmm. connor miller got announced last week this yeah. week we've heard about uh logan creed mm-hmm. uh we heard about fearless musa gonna be making his debut wow. another debut for shw ben buchanan the son of uh the legendary bull buchanan's bull buchanan, gonna be there yeah. it's, I gonna be mean,
1: it's, I mean, it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be awesome he's gonna be in there yep and- A few others. So uh, Rumble Jack is really shaping up to be something that I think is going to be special. Everybody's trying to get in, um, but obviously only a few people can. And it's going to be a great night for the return of Southern honor. So again, Rumble Jack 2 is coming your way August the 28th. Get your tickets. Well, you can't get them now, but you can prepare to get your tickets on the night of on August the 28th at the door. Uh, at the action building it's going to be nuts the thing
0: about the rumble jack too and and it's kind of become shw's mo at every show is that you just never know who's going to show up and on a night like this when you have a rumble jack and you have about 30 uh competitors or so trying to Mm -hmm. enter into one match yeah you have people from all over the place trying to get in this thing i mean you see these like these, like, uh, this underground movement for uh, different wrestlers from different parts of the state. Uh, mm-hmm. We've talked about uh, Hold My Beer, Hanson, uh, that yeah. uh, there's been, like, a movement on the fan page about that. It's crazy.
1: And, like, I've not seen anything like this before. So, but. we don't
0: know if he's going to be in it. We don't know who all's going to be there. It's going to be crazy. And... Uh, <clears throat> And I understand why.
1: I mean, the you, winner is going to be able to get a shot at the SHW championship. So, like, it's going to be big.
0: It's going to be. Are you hearing the feedback or static or what? Hold on. What are wait. you hearing that, GB?
1: Uh, I don't know what's happening. Are you clear? Are you okay? Whoa, 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 whoa. Breaker, whoa, Breaker
2: wait. 1 9, wait. baby. Wait. It's hold my beer. Hanson. Yay. Guess what? I ain't going nowhere. I've done got in here, and I ain't going to let go. Here's the deal, baby. Hold my beer. Hanson is going to be at the Rumble, Jack. I don't care if I have to buy a ticket. I don't care how I'm going to get in this thing. I'll hop the guardrail. I'll do whatever I need to do. Hold my beer. Hanson is is going to get his shot. He's going to get in. He's going to do what he needs to do. And guess I- what? Hanson 2020, baby, it's running wild. We're what doing is- everything. I got T-shirts. I got a campaign going. I'm working on stickers. We're going to have merchandise. I might even sign some babies. Wait, hold, on, know hold what? on. Can what, he hear what us? Is, what, can what you is hear that? us? What is, can, what am I,
1: what is, what is this?
2: Oh, you didn't know you might need to get more better security. I done hardwired a CB radio in a hot pocket sleeve and threw that thing in the microwave. And what? baby, I'm right here.
1: What? what in the world? So you twenty twenty has done some crazy stuff, but what are you? So look, so is this, look, this is hold my beer Hanson? Is this this is him in the flesh? So
0: GB, oh you know how I said on the uh, SHW fan page, DC has been posting these uh, hold my beer Hanson facts every I've single been day. I've them. Yeah. Apparently, I tell you what. Apparently, DC another is doing
2: a great job right there. DC is doing exactly what I need him to do. We're keeping the propaganda going. <laughs> I am the hero the people need. I'm the hero Southern Honor needs. DC is doing a great job. You know what? I might even promote him to second rank uh, manager right there. Well, we, uh, apparently, we the, apparently. <laughs> podcast? What?
0: what yeah, apparently, it? one of his uh, skills, I guess, is computer hacking skills because somehow. I, I want to say DC had something to do with this, maybe. And
1: this is possible. I like I, I really thought this was a super secure link. We've never had anything like this happen before. But I mean, I let me hang I've
0: on. I, I'm trying to into. I. I'm trying to figure yeah. out how to how to remove no. him real quick. I don't.
2: I, you ain't gonna get rid of me. Ain't nobody getting rid of me. Gary Lamb, I know you out there. I know you're watching. Just know, oh my hold God. my beer, Hanson is gonna be there. I'm gonna get me a ticket. If you don't book me, guess what? I'm getting in that match. You better have security ready. But ain't nobody stopping. Hold my beer, Hanson. I'm going straight to the top, baby.
0: Here we go. Hang on. D- hang on. I got him. Gerard, oh, we can't think, it, you can't stop it, baby. Hold my beer, Hanson, here.
2: 2020, running wild. Oh,
1: okay, he's, I think he's gone. That was insane. What in the world? You know, I know of a scenario where some friends of mine were doing uh, a situation just like this. They were on Zoom, and all of a sudden, they got hacked, and it was rather embarrassing. And I, I felt for him. He's a good, good friend of mine. And... I never expected that to happen to us. What, hey, what is? What, what, I just,
0: I just want to tell the fans we apologize for that because I, you know, we have the secure SHW uh, uh, line here, and I don't know. Honestly, I we think we need give this to this
1: out. It's not pup. I, I don't. We need to
0: talk to DC at the next show. I feel like he had something to do with this. It's uh, very possible. That
1: was nuts. Uh, I mean, di- didn't DC call the first show for SHW? He did. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I, I. That's insane. Wow. Anyways okay uh
0: we got way off track there we were getting ready to talk about our, our guest for tonight that was not our scheduled that was guest. no
1: no um but, but our
0: scheduled guest is uh kyle matthews who you know from shw oh, he I'm made his return se- yeah he made his return several months ago and had a series yeah. of matches with uh david ali which were yeah incredible mm-hmm. and um he's going to be joining us here once we can kind of wow collect our thoughts here but um
1: that yeah. was nuts. Um, that, that, I, I'm trying to gather. I apologize because I, I try to be very professional. I just never expected. And I, I shudder to think if he was willing to hack our podcast, what else will he do to be part of the Rumble Jack on August 28th? I don't, I don't know. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Either this kind of behavior can get him in or sufficiently get him out. I don't what? know.
0: There's one way to find out if you're an SHW fan, and that's to join oh, us man. August 28th at okay. the Action Building, Canton, Georgia, for the second annual Rumble Jack. Tickets will be on sale at the door. $20 first and second row, $12 for a general admission. It's going to be mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, That guy might be there. <laughs> Hold my beer, hands and We don't know. But like I said, we, uh, we had a chance to talk to this week's guest, Kyle Matthews, a little earlier today. And, uh, well, let's take a listen to that interview. Check it out
1: all right guys we've got another fantastic interview coming your way we've been bringing you some great personalities here uh, from shw and this guy you absolutely love he took some time off he recently came back he's an eight time technical wrestler of the year here in georgia and we know about his great feud with david ali and we can't wait to talk to him hanging out with us today it's kyle matthews kyle how are you man good what about you guys doing great doing great so it's been a weird time of course in the world of pro wrestling uh and in the world in general man how have you been doing during this quarantine pandemic situation going on
3: yeah it's been crazy um just been staying at home like everybody else right yeah Um, that's that's pretty much it just trying to stay safe and uh that's, that's about it yeah, hey, I, I,
0: saw, I saw over the weekend, I think it was this past weekend, that uh, you were wiping out on a set of uh, skis, water skiing. What was that all
3: about? <laughs> yeah, uh, my parents have a house in uh, Alabama on a Lake, lake Wadawi, and uh, I've been skiing since I was a little kid, but I guess uh, something didn't go as planned. Decided to uh, take a face plant into the water. Right, Although, right
0: when the camera was rolling, obviously. Of course, of course. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, man. It's good that you were at least, uh, you and the family, able to get out and do something fun since everybody's been stuck inside. I know everybody's been itching to do something.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's good to get out of the house when you can, right? Not yeah. have to wear a mask to be outside. so, so no absolutely.
1: kidding. Absolutely. You know, in the world of pro wrestling, uh, we've been asking folks, like, how have you been coping during all this relative to wrestling? Some have chosen not to watch any wrestling. Some have kind of binged watch. Some have just been thinking about, okay, what do I need to do to get better? What's been your approach to staying connected or maybe even disconnecting from pro wrestling during this time of pandemic? Yeah, what have I, you
3: done? I've been watching. I, I watch all the time. I'm a wrestling nerd just like everybody else, right? Yeah, so, yeah. um there's a there's a really nerdy game on a computer called Extreme Warfare Revenge. Do you guys know what this is? Oh, no, I'm familiar. not okay. familiar. Okay. So, um so Creed plays um GM mode on, you know, like a I guess it's Survivors uh, uh, versus Smackdown versus Raw like 06 right? or something. So yeah. it's it's kind of similar to that where you have to uh run a promotion and uh book feuds and uh deal with money and all that sort of stuff but it's really nerdy because there's no graphics it's just like little blocks of stuff i don't i don't know the correct <laughs> terms for it so it's it's super nerdy but yeah i've been doing that too so wow that since like college so i've just been busting it wow. out yeah. <laughs> that what sounds are, like fun
0: what are what are your thoughts uh you said you've been keeping up with the product uh i assume you've been watching wwe aew all yeah. the big boys some of the big uh, boys
3: yeah I, I watch AEW more because I know more of the people there but I, I read all the results from everything so yeah,
0: yeah. Just, just like us just you talk about being wrestling nerds that's you're talking to the right people here cuz yeah, yeah. Uh, right up you right up that charge. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: here's, here's another nerdy thing yeah. did you guys so I'm 33 so mm-hmm. in high school it was been like 2001 or 2 on mm-hmm. did you guys do you guys know of e feds were you are you that nerdy
0: I'm familiar with them but I I didn't really participate okay. in them but I know yeah, about them
3: no. Okay. Yeah, I did that too. I'm really Wow. Wow. <laughs> Ain't nothing
0: wrong with that. I'm pretty sure that the fan base that is listening to our podcast can definitely relate to to what you're talking about. So don't feel don't feel ashamed or anything. No oh, no, I'm <laughs> not, not <ashamed>. at
1: all. <laughs> I'm proud. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: a question I had about uh the reason I asked about you watching the current product, uh, you know, we've had a a pretty good split on opinions on people that either just think it's tough to watch because there's no crowd and that's that's like 90 percent of it or there's some people there's that are really enjoying it Uh, where do you fall in there how are you feeling about the no crowd or the small crowd situations
3: i I definitely think it's better when there's some sort of crowd Mm -hmm. just because as a person that that wrestles wrestling in front of no crowd is brutal because you know you need the the feedback back and forth so i think anytime there's any sort of crowd whether it's it's extras or wrestlers or whoever. I think it's is it makes it much better, especially for the people in the ring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I love that. And what's interesting to me, I don't know if you keep up with the new Japan product, but it's been so wild to see how they took time off and then they were able to work things back to where they can now have a crowd again. Um, you know, if you've watched that product, have you felt kind of the difference in watching the american product with there's barely any crowd versus new japan where we've really got people out there paying customers
3: for sure it's different and and there's a difference in the japanese product and the american product anyway right absolutely way way they react so um uh but i think i think anytime you have a crowd it's going to make it it's going to make more energy for the for the guys and girls wrestling yeah
1: yeah you know what One of the interesting things for me, of course, following your career, you've done so much. The two years off, let's talk about uh, what led to you taking two years off from the business. Sure. So I had kind of, I have been
3: going since I was 15 years old. So it was at that point, I think it was like 14 years or something. And I was was just burned out mostly. And I I, kind of thought that there was at that point, there was no AEW, there was no NWA, there was no MLW, there was, like, I kind of thought I was stuck, kind of, okay. and I was like, I can't just keep killing myself for, yeah. for that, so um, I had my retirement tour, and then before it got cut short, I tore my ACL, so oh. um, so I was just off, and just rehabbing, and then some opportunities started popping up of, of other stuff, with with guys like nwa and uh mlw and aw and i was like well let me give it a shot again just to see i can't look back 30 years from now and be like i didn't give it a shot right so right right. that was kind of my mentality of coming back just to to give it a shot and see what happens so
0: yeah Yeah. you know i'm curious um once you uh joined shw i want to say was it last november december (laughs)
3: December, I think,
0: was my... -hmm. So you you popped in, you kind of had an interaction with David Ali, and then that led to a series of your uh, matches over the next few months. Now, I know that it was highly anticipated. Once people saw you appear at that show, and they knew that you were going to be on the SHW roster moving forward, everybody was excited. There was definitely a buzz around it. And we got a couple months into the new year, and then this pandemic hits, And shows get canceled left and right. We've all been sitting at home for the last several months. Where where is your I mean, talk about just bad timing? I mean, everybody's excited for your big comeback. Twenty twenty was gonna be like the year of Kyle Matthews, I felt like. And then this happens. So what's your what's your headspace like right now? I mean, are you still looking to like once we come back, are you still looking to be a a full part of the roster or what's the deal?
3: Um, I, I honestly I haven't really decided to be honest with you. Um there's a, there's a part of me that wants to come back for sure, but um, if I'm not going to be 100%, like boss to the walls in the game, I I can't take up spots from people that that are going to be that way. Do you know what I mean? What? So it's it's not really fair if I'm my head's not 100% in it r- right now to to come back and take somebody's spot. So uh, that's actually what I've decided for Rumble Jack. I'm going to sit this one out and let ah. people have some have some have some uh, entries and some spots on the card and uh, just kind of reevaluate once I see um, what the precautions are and, and, you know, how, how things turn out. Cause we still don't know, you know, like right. we're, we're a month away and we still don't exactly know what, what's going on. And that's just, that's just my personal take on it. Sure. I'm totally happy for everyone that, that's doing it and taking the opportunity, like good for them. Um, but that's kind of where I am right now on it. Yeah.
0: Well, I got to tell you, selfishly as a fan, and we say this every week, that we are the commentary team, but we're fans first. And so selfishly as fans, we would love for you to come back and, and see. We, we would love for you to have a good run in SHW. But like you said, we just don't know what the future holds, not just for SHW, but really for any of the promotions around town. Yeah. So I'm hoping we come back full force at some point. And fingers crossed, hopefully we get to see you there. That's just me being a selfish yeah. fan.
3: For sure. Like, like I said, it's, it's not a forever thing, and it's wrestling, so you never say never anyway, right? Right. Like, um, but I think there's definitely a chance I'll be back. Just, I just don't know when yet.
1: Mm-hmm. So look, let me ask you this, because this has been the other interesting thing about the pandemic. It has caused a lot of people to reevaluate and rethink a lot of things. For you, kind of what's going into your thought process of deciding, I'm going to sit this one out for a little bit?
3: yeah it's mostly just um being safe mostly is is okay. where, where i am um sure and and I'm sure there's gonna be protocols and all that sort of thing, especially with Dylan working where he works so yeah. um
1: yeah
3: it's just um it's just a personal personal decision that's all nothing yeah. it's nothing that's that's happened or anything it's just okay it's, I just want to see
1: how things unfold kind of and see sure. see how, how it goes. And that's and just so that you know, that's totally fair. You're not the only wrestler to feel that <laughs> yeah,
2: way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: There are tons of them um, all over the place in varying promotions. So I don't want you guys to freak out. Everything's no, 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 fine. This isn't
0: this isn't secretly the Kyle Matthews heel turn where we're all being worked <laughs> and he's like
1: screw no, no, USHW, hit you all. <laughs> no. Uh, so so let me ask you this because one of the things that you mentioned uh in your return after the two years was seeing options that were available like an AEW like an MLW and the NWA and so many other places that are popping up um you know once things get to a place where you feel comfortable coming back are you looking at perhaps at some point ending up in any of those spots
3: yeah for sure um Luckily, because I've been doing this so long, a lot of people that I've worked with are now in places, those sort of places, right? Yes. So it's, it's wrestling is just like anything else. You got to make connections and got a network and that sort of thing. So um, yeah, hopefully, uh, whenever things get back to whatever the new normal is, that'll, that'll be, that'll definitely be goals that I, I would like to, to achieve. That's awesome, awesome. man.
0: We, we'd be so excited to see you Pop up uh, i mean we we talk about every week we 've been seeing a lot of our s h uh, w regulars popping up on aew dark aew mm-hmm. dynamite i mean allen angels is now part of the dark quarter like it's just yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy crazy seeing some of the s h uh, w alumni popping up on uh, on the big on the big stage but um yeah. let's uh, let 's take a bit of a turn here and for a lot of people that are SHW fans uh, may not have followed your career before you showed up in SHW and may not be super familiar with you. Now the fans that did know who you were, you got a great reaction that first night when you appeared, like people remembered, Oh my God, this guy's been gone for two years and he's back. But there was a lot of fans there that weren't sure who you were. Let's go back and get a little bit of your history on like, uh, when you got started in the business? Because like you said, it's been
3: 14, 15 years. Yeah. So my first match was December 7th, 2002. Wow. So that was, what, almost 18 years ago now. Yeah. So, um, but I've worked for pretty much every major Georgia promotion. Uh, I've worked for Ring of Honor, Chikara, um, Evolve, which doesn't exist anymore, which is crazy. How crazy is that? Right? <laughs> <Come> <laughs> um, uh, Most of the big promotions – without exception is there are like czw and pwg i've worked for at least once um i went to japan for zero one in 2010 oh, wow. so that was cool um yeah so and I, i've got to wrestle uh, pretty much everyone that i wanted to wrestle as a fan right so brian danielson uh, oh, wow. david richards michael elgin uh dash and dawson whatever their names are now um yeah. you know like just because we've kind of all came up at the same time so yeah. um yeah, it's been awesome. It's been a fun, fun well,
0: time. You mentioned that list of uh, uh, well, a small list there, yeah. uh, but I know the list is, is a long list. You just mentioned a few. Do you have any big favorites that stick out? I mean, you've had a countless number of matches over the years.
3: Yeah, I can give you two right off the top of my head. Brian Danielson, number one, Daniel yeah. Bryan. Um, yeah. By far the best person I've ever been in the ring with. Like, wow. Leaps, leaps and bounds above, like just blew my mind. Wow. And then the other one is Akuto Hidaka, who uh, he came over in uh, ECW for a little bit, but okay. he's a zero one one guy that uh, he's a junior heavyweight, and we had really good matches in Japan. So that,
0: That's that octopus lock you do, right? The Hidaka
3: Correct. lock? Correct, yes. He's the one that wow. talked about the octopus nice nice that's pretty amazing
1: go ahead go ahead gb no I, i was just gonna ask i mean you know you alluded to the fact before when we mentioned uh japanese pro wrestling and how different it is from the states and then having an opportunity to be part of the zero one promotion um do you have a preference in terms of your personal style like would you prefer to work in japan and and that style or do you prefer the american style because again the folks that you've mentioned and the promotions you've worked for, there is a wide variety of styles represented there. So for you, what's your preference? Where would you like to kind of uh, sit and hang?
3: I think I'm kind of in the middle. So, okay. so like when I was first coming up, the South was kind of like looked at as like, um, let's just go out there and put them in a hold and yell at the people sort of place. And now, <laughs> because a lot of people like in my generation went around and traveled, we've kind of changed that narrative of you know through everyone not just me everybody has helped change that narrative where i mean now if you look at like qt school like look at all the people they're producing or wwa4 or like um you know so and and a lot of guys from the south are getting signed to places in the in the north or um you know like or wwe or aw so i think i think we're all kind of like a happy mashup now of all sorts of styles
1: yeah that's awesome that is yeah. awesome. So with all of the people that you have mentioned that you have uh, battled, and it's an amazing list of folks. Um, do you still have any dream matches left? Like who oh. would you love to hop in the ring? with?
3: A- Alex Shelley is number one on the list. Oh,
1: that
3: is, that's number one, wow. e- e- easy. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's the, uh, that's the one.
0: What what a, wow. what a cool comeback, by the way, at uh, Impact Slammiversary when uh, the yeah. Motor City Machine Guns showed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, whoa! Yeah. And now they're tag champions.
1: What in the yeah. world?
3: Crazy. <laughs> yeah. You never know, right? You never say never in wrestling. That's right. That's right. Uh, crazy. Yeah, I, think, I think him and Sabin would be at the top of the list. Um, yeah. I mean, there's obviously guys that aren't possible. Like, AJ is obviously not a possibility, right? Because he's wow. making... Never, up.
0: never say never. <laughs> never it's say wrestling. never. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's making billions of dollars. So um, <laughs> that's, that's one too, but
0: yeah,
1: that would be amazing.
3: Yeah, well, be
0: Let's amazing. go back to a little childhood, Kyle. And uh, when you first started getting into pro wrestling, like what do you remember growing up? When did you first start watching? What was your product? A lot of people were either WWF or WCW. Uh, did you have a preference? Did you watch both? Who were some of your favorites? All that good stuff.
3: Uh, so my dad is the one that got me into wrestling and he was strictly WCW. Like no W wow. in the house at all. You, you grew <laughs> up in Georgia? Yeah. So yes. we went to lots of shows at the Omni and okay. uh, Marietta. Um, the Cobb Civic Center in Marietta. Yeah. We were there all the time and center stage. So I oh, got okay. to do a lot of wrestling when I was a kid. So, uh, but my guy was Sting, far and away. Mm. Yeah. Far nice. and away, surfer Sting all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so
0: how did you feel when he transitioned into the Crow Sting?
3: Well, I was still on board, but still, Surfer Sting's my favorite. Okay, yeah. okay, he was special. <laughs> yeah, like there was just something, right? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely remember. I think I'm gonna say we were at the Omni because I feel like there was a long stage, but Vader coming out with like his um, oh yeah oh, thing. Oh yeah. Scariest mm-hmm. thing ever.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
3: So yes. how
0: old are we talking here? How old would you have been? You oh, think?
3: like, like four probably.
0: Oh, wow. Just three. the right age to be like, ah. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There's a sweet video some somewhere I need to post it one day. Of um, it's a Z-Man versus Arn Anderson match from like okay. one of those like Power Hour or one of those weird things that taped at the or the Cobb Civic Center, and you mm-hmm. can see Arn Anderson get thrown in the rail. And sitting in the front row is me and my dad. Oh, I'm wow. in his lap.
0: Oh, <laughs> that is awesome! Is it? We gotta find that man. Yeah. I wonder if it's on the network. And if it is, it's, we gotta. It's
3: on YouTube. I can
1: find it. On it's on, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. Well,
0: I'll hit you up later. And then we, if we kind of still, I'm going to share that. Yeah. It's That's
1: real ridiculous. That's so cool. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, you know, as you mentioned WCW, I, I talk with a number of my friends. Uh, I grew up in WWE territory, mm-hmm. but I always loved watching the NWA and WCW. I think there was a certain era where I felt like the NWA was crushing WWE. Um, but I have a couple of matches that I always look back at. Um, and I go, that's my match right there. Okay. For you, what were your top three matches, say, growing up? Uh,
3: Liger-Pillman from that Super Brawl.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
3: Super good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sting Squadron versus Dangerous Alliance War Games. Oh, nice. Okay. And um, Oh, I don't know. There's got to be a, a Ric Flair match in there somewhere, probably. Probably <laughs> Flair and Sting Great American Bash. Those were, yeah. those were the ones as a kid that mm-hmm. I – I like I liked, I like Pillman too as a kid. Because yeah. I mean, who didn't like Brian Pillman, right? Right. Then, of course, when I got older, when the uh, Monday Night War started, I would switch back and forth. As, yeah, as every wrestling nerd did.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, so
3: then, I, I, you got really terrible, and then yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the general consensus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You you mentioned absolutely. that Pillman Liger match and. I was wondering, you know, like who would have been some of your influences as you were growing up? I would imagine those guys would have been a couple of them. But as you were growing up, at what point did you kind of think like, you know what? I think I could try to do this. And, and when you decided that, who were some of the guys you looked up to?
3: Well, this is a great story about how I started wrestling. So my mom was a bookkeeper at a middle school. Mm-hmm. Her friend was a bookkeeper at elementary school. And she got a, a fax one day about um, – this group in Rome that was looking for teenage pro wrestlers they wanted to start like a teenage pro wrestling federation and so I called the number and I went and got trained and of course teenage wrestling never happened because it's wrestling and you know <laughs> things like that don't happen but I still was trained and um so uh this this company I started wrestling for in Rome and I think at the time it was 2002 so like Eddie, Benoit, Edge, Rey Mysterio that was those were my guys at that point yeah And I didn't even really know indie wrestling until I started wrestling. And then around that time, Ring of Honor was starting and and TNA. So that's when AJ and Amazing Red, uh, Low Key, those guys. Mm -hmm. The first time I saw Low Key, Brian Danielson blew my mind.
1: Yeah, I bet. Yeah, Yeah, that's a crazy one. That's a crazy one. And it's funny that you mentioned not really knowing indie wrestling because 2001, 2002, there really wasn't much. Indie wrestling. I mean, the Monday Night Wars were over. WCW was sold. ECW was sold. It seemed like WW was the only game in the town, and then of course we saw Ring of Honor, TNA. So that's a fair assessment that you wouldn't necessarily know indie wrestling at
3: that. Point. Yeah, and uh, I, a person I wrestled with in, in in Rome, there, he's the first one that introduced me to like CZW and yeah. uh, uh, and then Ring of Honor, and IWA Mid South was like oh wow in spot at the time, right? Punk and uh, Hero and Cabana. Yeah yeah uh, and then wow. it happened that jimmy rave was from the area too who was going to do all these shows yeah. who i didn't meet two years later but um wow. it, it was just funny that we we ended up wrestling like billions of times me and jimmy
1: so it's it so what, crazy
0: what was yeah. that like when you discovered indie wrestling was it did it just blow your mind like what in the world what is this world here what is this
3: blew my mind especially when i saw um um uh, uh Mondo, do the crazy thing off the U-Haul truck. Have you guys seen that? through the, Nick Mondo. Uh, Nick Mondo. Through yeah. The, yeah Mondo. Wow. Like blew my mind. I was yeah. literally the most excited ever when I met him at Southern Honor. Like, yeah. like I had a picture with him in like in the first two seconds. Wow. So I was at
0: DDPY a while back and, and did not even know that he was doing like some like video production stuff and helping out with AEW and, and our buddies that, that we know from SHW yeah. that are working mm-hmm. with AEW. He's helping out with those guys from time to time. And I had no clue. And I remember being at DDPY one day for some reason, maybe we were shooting a video or something and seeing him and going, is that sick Nick Mondo? Wait, (laughs) like
3: what what is he doing here? It was crazy, but yeah. Yeah. Dylan Dylan was like, hey, Mondo's coming by. And I was like, what? Wow. In the locker room. And he walked in. I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? And he was just like, who is this weirdo kid? (laughs)
0: And here's this guy who's been in the business for 18 years, and he's like, yeah. who's this, Mark? <laughs>
3: yeah. That's like, if, funny, if man. came up on Facebook,
1: like, I can find you. You have a, wow. a, a very easy name to find. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so let me ask you this, because one of the things that you obviously have the opportunity to see over the last 18 years is the rise of independent wrestling um, mm-hmm. and the like. And, of course, just like, you know, any business, being independent versus being corporate two very different worlds. Um, in terms of being able to apply your craft, do you have a preference? Some people like and prefer to be in the Indies versus being in a corporate situation. Some prefer the opposite. What's your preference?
3: Uh, I think the Indies definitely give you more freedom, right? Okay. So, um, But your paycheck's going to be much better if, you, if you're at WWE, right? So it just depends on where you are in your life, right? So okay. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but, like, the rise of the indies is, is amazing to me because if you think about when WCW folded, like, they were doing some big shows with ex-WCW with and ECW guys at the time, right? right? And then right. that kind of collapsed. With And then it was starting to rise back up and the Bill Watt thing happened.
2: Right. everything
3: kind of collapsed then, right? Mm-hmm. And then And then if you look around, like, Ring of Honor, like, around, like, 2007, 2008, 2009, when they started doing the uh, WrestleMania shows – Yes. Like, wrestling started getting back up there again. And then it seemed like mm-hmm. in the middle 2010s, it kind of went back down.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
3: now the Young Bucks and Cody kind of brought it back, right? Yeah. And it, was at, it was at the highest I've ever seen it. Yeah. Endemic happened. So I hope that the, um, the excitement is still there for it when we come back, that, I- that everybody's still excited for it.
0: I've been thinking the same thing because I felt like it was like on its way back up and it was getting as big as we remember it being back in like when I really first started watching I feel I feel kind of bad because a lot of friends of mine kind of like you said started watching when you were really young I didn't start watching until I was probably like 14 15 years old so we're talking like 97 ish somewhere in there and so I felt like oh I missed out on like all this cool stuff but at the time I just remember getting into it and looking back that was like the hottest time the late yeah. 90s yeah. you know the the monday night wars were hot you know the nwo with the attitude era all that good yeah. stuff yeah. and i felt like we were finally kind of getting back to that point where it was getting that hot again yeah. and then the pandemic hit and everything kind of came to a screeching halt yeah. and now i'm really fingers crossed that we can get through the pandemic and of course none of us can put a time frame on it we don't yeah. know how long it's going to last it's just yeah. like but I'm enjoying for the most part, a lot of the AEW, like you said, I've been watching more AEW and I've been enjoying the stuff they've been putting out. Um, The WWE, it's just been, it's been kind of tough to watch, not just because of the no fans, but with the storylines are a little wonky and
3: (laughs) it is what it is, but. Something that bothers me about WWE and it's, it's really stupid is the glass. Like. (laughs) like, The hockey glass. I I don't, it just annoys me. I don't. I have no good reason.
0: And but, and the fans are constantly beating on, or the fans, yeah, the mm-hmm. the yeah. the rookie talent, whatever, whatever that you want to call them, The
3: lights or something. I don't know. It's it's yeah. really dumb that I think that way. But
0: <laughs> you, you're not alone. You're honestly not alone because I've talked to numerous people that that the glass drives them nuts, and and I'm kind of one of those people too. So.
3: And then it was really weird those weeks they didn't have fans, and you could hear the commentary. Like yes, yes. Space, and you could hear the commentary.
2: Going
3: yeah. on at the same like, Yeah. It was bizarre. But I was, was
0: concerned because initially we talked about doing an empty arena show when the <laughs> pandemic first started uh, mm-hmm. back in March or April, whatever. April, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was gonna be on the- yeah. Yeah.
0: You were going to be there. And so, uh, we were going to show up and, and do commentary for it. But I wondered that myself, like, are we going to okay. sound echoey throughout the action building? Cause we're going to, mm-hmm. cause there's times where, you know, GB knows, we get excited like, Oh my God, you
2: know, it's going to be yeah. like just
0: us echoing throughout the uh, action building. I was curious how that might turn out, but yeah. Oh, well it never happened.
3: Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just crazy that little things like that can annoy you. Like it doesn't make any sense, but <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> no. And then, and then you wonder, like I've wondered, okay, how do the wrestlers feel? hearing the commentary while they're in the ring, like that's a completely different element. And like, if you hear somebody saying something bad about you, like, you know, like anybody else, you want to turn around and say, what are you doing? You yeah, know?
3: So, WrestleMania, right? Like the biggest show of the
1: year, <laughs> expecting like
3: 100,000 people. Right. It's, it had to be so awkward. Very. But it props to yeah. them for doing their job and like, yeah, you know, continuing to do it well, like, mm-hmm amazing yeah it's 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 the toughest
1: of circumstances for sure
3: there's a lot of stuff that you have to fill the crowd for like if you're both down it's it's gonna be awkward if you're the referee's just counting and like there's nobody making any noise it has to be so (laughs) right
0: cricket 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 sound effects coming in
3: (laughs) when both guys are down
1: well you know that that reminds me um and i want to get your thoughts on this because major league baseball returned this weekend and i was curious to see how they were going to handle the empty arena scenario and they had you know the cardboard cutouts in the background Mm -hmm. uh they had they piped in noise they had the cgi fans um do you think that's something that perhaps wrestling should uh employ is having those kinds of things or do you think nah that's a little over the top
3: i don't i don't know i think i think it would be really weird in baseball if there was just nothing right like sure like nothing there and just seats like that's weird yeah. so i yeah. think they're trying to make the best of it but i i don't know piping and noise is always weird to me mm-hmm. um, well the but- edge
0: randy orton match yeah <laughs> they did that they did that, that? running the noise yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the the greatest match ever as they Uh-oh. done it yeah. yeah, but they brought in the – the thing is they had those uh, the NXT people or whoever was around ringside, and they were making some noise, but then they piped in, like, the arena crowd noise from time yeah. to time throughout the match. And, like, they did a few things where they brought down, like, the uh, Howard Finkel introduction and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. But then they brought in the crowd noise, and I don't know. Like, it just – it distracted me more than it helped, I felt like.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. So, I, I watch a lot of uh, Atlanta – United. I watch every Atlanta United game. Uh-huh. okay what they did in the uh tournament back there was all this weird in piped in noise and i'm like no i want to hear the players like yelling at each other and stuff right right, right. That's, that's a that's an element you don't ever get to hear normally because right so i think if you can mix the two like maybe put the cardboard cutouts in but give me the people talking to each other like yeah I hear the talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah i kind of was thinking about that with baseball too i was thinking we were going to hear the players on the field like hollering at each other and, and mm-hmm. stuff you normally wouldn't get to hear, but
3: or whatever they're doing on first base, right? When they right. always right, the base, like, give me that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like are, like, are they in the dugout doing what we would do in in little league, going swing, bada, hey, bada, 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 swing, <laughs> so like are they doing that? But we just never hear it. Like I want to know.
3: And then, and then of course they had some some problems in MLB, but we, we'll, <laughs> well yeah. So,
0: yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there with, like, the Marlins right. this past week uh, mm-hmm. having to cancel games, and the Yankees game got canceled because yeah. of the Marlins uh, yeah. outbreak, Ugh. they were calling it. So I, that, that's what's crazy. We just don't know what's going to happen. And that yeah. goes for uh, football coming up. That goes for wrestling uh, moving mm-hmm. forward. Like, yeah. it's just so crazy time we're in, man.
3: WWE had some, some cases, right? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. So. Definitely. I don't know. It's all crazy. They,
0: yeah. they, they actually got under a lot of scrutiny for that, too, because apparently they everybody thought they were testing before shows, but I guess they yeah. weren't, and AEW yeah. was testing before yeah. shows. But I, I don't know. It's just yeah. you hear all the stuff on, like, the dirt sheets and whatnot, right. so sure. yeah. you don't know what to believe. It's on the Internet, so it must be true, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: Facebook,
3: it's got to be real, right? It's Absolutely. Right, Facebook, yeah. you know.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So, so let me ask you this because, of course, you know, fans are looking to come back. And the like. What would you say right now to fans who are like us? We're all sitting at home, man. What What do you want the fans to know?
3: Uh, just keep supporting, right? Like if, that means if that means watching old matches on YouTube, that's cool. If it means watching AEW, WWE, New Japan, that's cool. If it means IWTV, that's cool. Just just keep keep watching and keep reaching reach out to the guys, right, and the girls. Like as long as you're cool, don't be a creeper. right (laughs) right but you know like 99 percent of the time a fan interaction is awesome right just if you see a cool match that someone's in just tweet it or just facebook and be like hey check this guy out check this girl out like they're awesome um and and that just keeps keeps the vibe going you know keeps keeps everybody interested keeps the vibe going if you have some extra change buy some merch like Mm -hmm. you know we we wish we were out there performing for you guys but unfortunately it just is what it is you know
0: you know, we, we, we say it every week, we always plug uh, Pro Wrestling Tees because a lot of our uh, wrestlers on SHW have stores there. I know you had a store there. Do you still uh, have there. new shirts or anything? I know it's you still- have a shirt or a couple shirts. Yeah,
3: just a shirt. That's It's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So there you go. Hit up Kyle on uh, – search for Kyle Matthews on Pro com. But uh, yeah. another thing you mentioned is people going online, watching stuff on YouTube, watching stuff online or whatever. You have a YouTube channel, and from time to time, you do the watch-alongs where you yeah. – but like kind of narrate along with the match you're watching. Are you still doing some of those?
3: Yeah. So I actually just graduated from college. So I stopped for a minute to finish my last semester. But, awesome. Uh, uh, congratulations. So, yeah. Thank yes, you. Congratulations. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm hoping to get back on that, that train of, of watching stuff. It, so, it was, it was fun. It's just a little more time consuming sometimes than I want it to be. <laughs> yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, I it's, get it.
0: it's, it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea because I remember like you had just come back to SHW and uh i was trying to familiarize myself with you a little bit so i was kind of following some of your stuff on facebook and i saw one of the things you posted was one of these videos and i believe it was david ali versus i'm gonna mess up who it was because i can't remember now it might have been fry daddy perhaps at one of the shw shows and
3: you're it it was the one yes that sounds right
0: but anyways, what, what stuck out to me, like it was cool watching you kind of narrate along with it because you had a match coming up with David Ali at the upcoming show, so you were kind of scouting him out, so to speak. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, right away, you started watching, and you're like, oh, these announcers, these commentators are really good. Like, it's good to <laughs> commentate. I, I texted Gerard right away. I was like, hey, Kyle's watching us on... The I
3: love it. <laughs> I love it. So I was like, <laughs> anyways. It's like a good, a good ref, right? Like, you only notice a ref if they're really bad,
1: right? Like, <laughs> right. Bad yeah.
3: Stuff, but commentary is the, the same way, right? Like, if it's really bad, it sticks out. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. One of my favorite is the old school where people would do commentary, like, over the live mic. Have you guys been to one of those shows before?
0: I've heard of people that do Gosh. that. And I, and I always think that would be so awkward, kind of like you talked about in the at WWE at WrestleMania. Like, the wrestlers mm-hmm. can hear the announcers. It just yeah. seems
3: awkward. Yeah, like, especially, like, if the manager jumps up on the apron, they're like, oh, no, the manager's jumping up on oh, the right. apron. <laughs> <laughs> around. You're supposed to
0: suspend my disbelief here. If the wrestler can hear you saying it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, but anyways, uh, I wanna thank you for giving us some props on uh on your you. channel for that. Cause
3: you guys do great. I appreciate thank you that. so
0: much. We don't stick out in a bad way, Gerard. <laughs>
3: That's a good thing. <laughs> It's very, it's very easy to find the bad ones.
0: There you go. Wow. Well, man, we really appreciate you joining us, man, because uh, we've been wanting to chat with you for quite a while. And uh, yeah. ever since you've been back, we hadn't had a chance to just sit down and talk. So this has been really cool and uh, really uh, educational to learn a little more your your background. But um, is there any uh, – you want to plug your socials so the fans that might want to follow you on uh, social media? Sure.
3: Uh, Twitter is kmatthews3, Instagram is kmat0626, and Facebook's just my name, Kyle Matthews, because I don't have a cool wrestling name.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh, fans, you can actually go on, and I think it was on your Instagram, or it might have been Facebook as well, where you can see them wipe out on the uh, water skis from yeah. this past weekend. So <laughs>
1: <Awesome>. <laughs> Definitely
3: check that out. Uh, any, anything else uh, you want to let the fans know before you go, buddy? Nah, just, uh, just keep supporting. Like I said, uh, Indie Wrestling needs you guys. All wrestling needs you guys. So, um, yeah. yeah, thank you guys for having me.
0: You got it, man. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, we'll see you real soon, buddy. Well, there you go. The eight time technical wrestler of the year, the two time wrestler of the year, of the state of Georgia, Kyle Matthews, joining us here on the podcast. What a great interview, Gerard.
1: That was a fantastic interview. I learned a lot. And, uh, you know, what I think is so interesting is, again, everyone's different perspective uh, during the quarantine And you guys heard it first, Um, you know, he will not be at the Rumble, Jack, but you also heard why. And quite frankly, I applaud everybody for whatever decisions they choose to make. You know, if you feel super comfortable, obviously coming out, that's excellent. And you find ways to protect yourself. If you feel like, hey, you know what, I want to come out when it's super safe. You're totally well within your rights to do that. And so we support you, Kyle Matthews, and we look forward to when things feel uh, safe enough for you to come out because we want you to be safe, buddy.
0: Yeah, and if if you're not able to make it to the show, I mean... Mm -hmm. We're still going to be doing the production like we normally do, and the show will still end up on IWTV, just like the rest of our shows. So independentwrestling.tv, you can sign up. It's $10 a month. If you use the code SHW, you get the first five days for free. And like I said, every single SHW show is there for you to binge watch during the quarantine if you haven't already. And even if you have, go back and watch it again because why not? They're just that good.
1: They they really are. I've been binge watching yet again, and uh, I watched uh, the other day the uh, first show uh, where uh, it was a Fatal Five Way as the title match after a tournament. That whole night um, that saw us crown um, uh... the kid. The kid, yeah. Which I love the way he won the title, by the way. You know, he was just beat up the whole night. Yeah. And then he comes in and, and wins the championship. So, uh, yeah, it's some great, great stuff there. DDP was there. And you guys went nuts when DDP showed up.
0: You, you, you can hear me lose my mind like
1: a, oh, like yeah. a, little, like a little girl just screaming. Ah! Ah! It was great. You know, but the other thing in case you don't know, which I think is important because Kyle was talking about the, the value of independent wrestling and independentwrestling.tv, you get a HW, but you also get about a hundred other indie promotions on there as well. So you can go and check them out. You'll be surprised. Some of the things that you found, I'll quickly just plug this one. i had heard a lot about Defy Wrestling um, and they're out in Portland. And uh, one of the cool things there is a lot of the talent you see now in NXT and in AEW were there in Defy. So uh, it's pretty cool to see. And that's why I like going back to watch, you know, our old shows, other old shows. You really get a lot of history on what's there. So, again, independentwrestling.tv. SHW is the code to get five free days. Binge watch the shows because August the 28th is swiftly approaching.
0: And like we mentioned before, with August 28th, the second annual Rumble Jack coming up, uh, tickets are no longer on sale online. Tickets will only be available at the door the night of the show. So what does that mean? That means get there early if you want a good seat. Uh, We're going to have first and second rows, I believe, $20, and then uh, general admission, $12 after that. So first come, first uh, served on the first uh, couple rows there. So...
1: So get if you've there. always wanted to be in those first two rows, now's your chance. Exactly. <laughs> so they usually go very fast. So. They get
0: a, they're It's going to go very fast. It's going to be interesting because this is the first time we've done this where mm-hmm. we haven't pre-sold tickets. So right. uh, it, it's going to be a little, little wacky, I think. It's, well, uh, I,
1: I think it's going to be cool, though. It is that feeling of a groundswell of a movement that has always been SHW. Our fans have always been loyal, always been amazing. Again, we think back to what was going to be the empty arena show and how our fans showed up. So uh, I am totally confident it's going to be a nutty, nutty night. And uh, what a way. It just makes sense. Rumble Jack. It's going to be a rumble to get in the building. It's going to be crazy. August the 28th. Be there online as it happens to get your tickets
0: cannot wait for the Rumble Jack and somebody else who uh, can't wait for the Rumble Jack too, is the crazy guy, hold uh, oh. my beer, Hanson, which by the way, sorry again to the folks. I tried to forget about that. I'm sorry to bring it up again, but I'm just, I oh. want to apologize to the listeners oh. again, because that was insane. And folks, if you're just listening to the audio version and you may not have seen uh, what had happened, like he just, he hacked in somehow. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know he's got all these like Chuck Norris talents that DC's always talking about. But apparently computer hacking skills is right up there on the list of talents. And apparently uh, he, he found his way onto the podcast and and he's, uh, he's been campaigning to enter the rumble Jack for, for several weeks now. So, who knows what, what to make of that and what comes of it. We'll, we'll just have to wait
1: and see. I just know this. If he hacked into our podcast, he could hack into the Rumble Jack. I mean, like, <laughs> he, he, he may not even need to be in a fit. Like, this dude could actually buy – he might be online with you guys on August the 28th to buy a ticket because I don't know that Gary Lamb would let him in after he just disrespected our podcast that way. But who knows? Stranger things to happened.
0: who knows who knows and you never know what's going to happen on here on the show from week to week you never know what's going to happen at the SHW live shows Mm -hmm. you just never know but fans we will be back next week with a brand new episode and until then this has been SHW this is our wrestling we'll see you guys next week